We got a bunch of mean bulls tonight, ladies and gentlemen. But we've also got some cowboys who are rough and ready to ride them. The announcer's twangy voice reverberated through the cavernous arena of the Will Rogers Coliseum in Fort Worth, Texas. Eight seconds. That's how long a cowboy has to sit on top of that bull. Doesn't sound like much, but it's the longest eight seconds you can imagine. There's not a cowboy here who wouldn't agree to that. Yes, sirree. In the world of rodeo, this is the most demanding, most dangerous, most exciting event. That's why we save it till last. Marcy looked toward her two guests, pleased to see that they were enjoying themselves. Bringing them to the rodeo had been a good idea. What better way to introduce them into pure, undiluted Texana? It was like a baptism of fire. The announcer said, Our first bull rider tonight comes from Park City, Utah. And when he's not bull riding, Larry Schaefer likes to snow ski. Here's a real thrill-seeking young man, ladies and gentlemen, coming out of shoot number three on Cyclone Charlie. Ride him, Larry. The couple from Massachusetts watched breathlessly as the Brahmin bull charged out of the chute with the cowboy perched precariously atop his bucking back. Within a few seconds, the cowboy skier from Utah was scrambling in the dirt to avoid the bull's pounding hooves. As soon as he'd gained his footing, he ran for the fence, scaled it, and left it up to the two rodeo clowns to distract the bull until it ran through the open gate and out of the arena. I never saw anything like that the woman said, aghast. Do these young men train to do this? Her husband wanted to know. Marcy had only recently become interested in bull riding, and her knowledge was still sketchy. Yes, they do. There's a lot of skill involved, but a lot of chance, too. Like what? Like which bull a cowboy draws on a particular night? Some are more contrary than others. Marcy smiled. All are bred to be rodeo animals but each has his mood swings and personality traits. Their attention was drawn to another shoot where the bull had already lost patience and was bucking so violently the cowboy was having a difficult time mounting. The woman from Massachusetts fanned her face nervously. Her husband sat enthralled. Ladies and gentlemen, it looks like our next cowboy is going to have a time of it tonight, the announcer said. Anybody here want to take his place? After a pause, he chuckled. Now, don't all of y'all volunteer at once. But this cowboy isn't afraid of a tough bull. In fact, the rougher the ride, the better he seems to like it. He rodeoed for years before retiring from it. Took it up again about a year and a half ago. Not the least bit intimidated that he's a decade older than most cowboys who ride bulls. He hails from East Texas. Anybody here from over Milton Point Way? If so, put your hands together for this young man from your hometown, Chase Tyler, as he comes out of shoot number seven on El Dorado. Oh, my God. Unaware of what she was doing, Marcy surged to her feet. The announcer raised his voice to an eardrum-blasting volume as the gates swung open and the mottled gray bull charged out, swinging his hindquarters to and fro and moving in opposition, thrashing his head from side to side. Marcy watched the cowboy hat sail off Chase's head and land in the dirt beneath the bull's pulverizing hooves. He kept his free left arm high, as required by the rules of the sport.
It flopped uncontrollably as the bull bucked. His entire body was tossed high, then landed hard as it came back down onto the bull's back. He kept both knees raised and back, held at right angles to either side of the bull, rocking back and forth, up and down on his tailbone. The crowd was wildly cheering, encouraging Chase to hang on. He managed to maintain his seat for about five seconds, though it had seemed like five years to Marcy. Before the horn sounded, the beast ducked his head so far down it almost touched the ground, then flung it up again. The movement had so much raw power behind it, Chase was thrown off. He dodged the stamping hooves by rolling to one side. A clown, wearing baggy pants held up by suspenders, moved in and batted the bull on the snout with a rubber baseball bat. The bull snorted, stamped, and the clown scampered away, turning to thumb his nose at the animal. It looked as though it were all in fun, and the crowd laughed. The seriousness of the clown's job became instantly apparent, however, when the tactic failed to work. The bull swung around, slinging great globs of foamy slobber from either side of its mouth. Its nostrils flared. Chase, his back to the bull, picked up his hat from the dirt and slapped it against his chaps. A warning was shouted, but not in time. The bull charged him, head lowered, over a ton in impetus behind the attack. Chase sidestepped quickly enough to keep from being gored by a pair of vicious-looking horns, but the side of the bull's head caught him in the shoulder, and he was knocked down. Everyone in the audience gasped when a pair of front hooves landed square on Chase's chest. Marcy screamed, then covered her mouth with her hands. She watched in horror as Chase lay sprawled in the reddish-brown dirt, obviously unconscious. Again, the clowns moved in, as well as two spotters on horseback. They galloped toward the bull. Each was standing in his stirrups, leaning far over his saddle horn, swinging a lasso. One was successful in getting the noose over the bull's horns and pulling the rope taut. His well-trained mount galloped through the gate, dragging the reluctant bull behind him while one brave clown swatted his rump with a broom. The second clown was kneeling in the dirt beside the injured cowboy. Marcy scrambled over several pairs of legs and feet in her haste to reach the nearest aisle. Rudely, she shoved past anyone who got in her way as she ran down the ramp. When she reached the lower level, she grabbed the arm of the first man she saw. Hey, what the... Which way to the... the place where the people come out? Say, lady, are you drunk? Let go of my arm. The barns the place where the performers come from, where the bulls go when they're finished. That way, he pointed, then muttered, crazy broad. She plowed her way through the milling crowd buying souvenirs and concessions. Over the public address system, she heard the announcer say, We'll let y'all know Chase Tyler's condition as soon as we hear something, folks.